Live from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. How does a butterfly take a dump? It never stops long enough. Maybe it just sits while lofting? Maybe it shits real quick while chewing flowers? Hmm. I may never know. Think about what's just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Dandelion can be stewed with wild mustard and wild garlic for a very tasty stew. You could even introduce our old friend the hickory nut for a bit of smoky flavor. As much fun as an electric can opener to the scrotum, two douchebags in a microphone. Bags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. Well, this is the second podcast we're doing tonight. Now, remember, I promised something, right? I promised some ass paddlings. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. After the week I had, I need to get some frustration out, brother. Okay. Well, number one, you chose to be a sacrificial lamb, right? You said that you will take an ass paddling to uh, for the show, right? Yes, so, number one who gets an ass paddling just because he volunteered, because that's what kind of man he is. He will take the punishment for you. Rob Rag gets an ass paddling. Yes, I do. And if anyone has anything to say about that, doucheb66 at yahoo.com. Now, this is an invisible ass paddling, so he's not going to know where it came. He, you know, so let me I go. I don't know with, when it's coming. No. Just when me and Topher get together and we uh, we go to the genie and say, hey, we got our monthly ass paddling. We want to do it today. And then the genie grants us, uh, you know, our invisibility to do the ass paddlings. And then, you know, that's it. So, in case I people. Could, I could be at work in the middle of cutting a piece of steel. Yes. And whack! All of a sudden, yeah. out of nowhere, yep. behind me, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Who knows? And all of a sudden, he's going to be like, "Oh shit!" There's my ass paddling. So we will show mercy on Rob's ass. We're going to give him a stern I, 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 I one. I do deserve it. I do deserve it. We're going to give him a stern one, but we're not going to go crazy. Okay. So uh, because he has podcasts to do, so we can't hurt him too bad. So here's how it originated. In case. Anyone who does not know, which if you don't know, you're a bad person because you haven't listened to the program enough. So, yeah. and that hurts us. That hurts us physically and mentally. So, okay. Topher and I would walk along the beach. We were not holding hands. I don't care what Rob says. We were walking along the beach in the sunrise talking. 
the wind was blowing in her hair, it was a beautiful morning, until I tripped over something. And I, I was, will say I always doubt that. Okay, alright, Rob always, doubts it. Always. I'm telling you. I always doubt it. I'm telling you, we're not holding hands, but Rob says different. So, I stubbed my toe. Video. I want video. Alright. I stubbed my toe, and I'm on the ground going, Oh, fuck! Oh, shit! Oh, my gosh, that hurts! And, Dover goes, Wait a minute. What the hell is that? It looks like a genie's bottle. So, automatically, I jump up, toe hurting, and Topher runs over there, and we pop it open. And this genie comes out. And we're like, oh yeah, <laughs> we want we want three our three wishes. And the genie's like, oh fuck, let me go over this again, guys. One wish. That's it. No more. But if I were you, I would choose the wish wisely. You only get one. You don't get three. That's a lie. Only one wish. So he's like, you know, world hunger, world peace, you know, yeah. And the pollution, but when it, you want something good, right? And me and Topher look at each other and said, No, we want to be invisible so we can ass paddle people. The genie sighs, he rolls his eyes, and goes, Very well, I'd have to grant you your wish, even if you guys are idiots. And so, boom, once a month, we get to turn invisible and paddle people's asses that deserve it. And that's awesome you made it. You got to do it once a month. Once a month, yes. Because if not, it'd be one time and then, yeah, it'd be boring. Yeah, yeah, it would suck. It'd be a boring show. The genie done a solid. It was us. We misunderstood. We thought we had three wishes, but he said, no, we watched too much TV and to shut the fuck up. So, one wish. We watched too much Dream of Genie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was a very condescending genie, too. You could tell that he couldn't stand us, but he still had to do what we said. So, okay, number one, Rob Rad, because he volunteered, we will show mercy on his asshole, though. We're not going to go crazy and just, you know, and just destroy his ass. Hey, don't, don't forget, I have hair for cover. I have padding. You know what? Okay. I will run it by Topher. Maybe I'll we take, I'll we take full blast. you'll take the full. Take okay, full blast. all right, okay, full blast. The Rob Rand. Hey, I, I I I grew up taking my dad's ass beatings. Come on, man. <laughs> okay, all right, you get full force. Give me full force. I'll okay. take one for the team. All right, Rob, you are a trooper, and you care about people. You care about our audience and our fan base. I'm starting to get misty. So I go on. The second one, Kale, again, because it's such a fraud. It's my understanding that the person that came up with Kale was joking, and he joked around with his friends, and they like had a little side bet. He goes, hey, he goes, I'll bet you I could introduce this garbage off the bottom of this can, and I'm going to call it something fancy, and people are going to love it just because I say it's it's the next thing. I say that it's like the superfood and it's great for you and it tastes fantastic. It goes, watch. The rubes will go, oh my God, and they'll all run around it and they'll start buying it. So, anyhow. I have two words to say. Go ahead. Thank you. 
<laughs> You're welcome. And I, Kale is actually you know in. Why? It's in the Hall of Fame. You know why? No, no, why? Because you put them two in that order. You did not follow me with Kale. You put me before Kale. Yes. Yes. I, if you put me, if you if you put me following Kale, I would second guess this podcast. Okay. Well, you that did not happen, and it won't Thank happen. Thank you. That's okay. why I said thank you, brother. You are welcome. Put me first. Okay, so kale because the people that say they love it and all that is such a fraud. So it gets it. It's actually in the Hall of Fame, but we don't care. I'm still going to keep fucking smashing its ass every chance I get. The next one. I I got my dad's leather belt ready. Oh, okay. You might save it for this guy too. This next one. Frederick Douglas Moorfield. You know who that is? He's a Pentagon official that is on suspension for having a dog fighting ring. Yeah, yeah, I did read that. Yeah, that ass clown, he needs fucking, he needs like 10 or 11 ass paddlings. Yeah. The next one along the dog theme. President Joe Biden for having dogs that bite. Yes. We agreed he would make it. Yes. So, uh... No, 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 man. If, if you're living in the damn White House, you do not want your damn dog biting people. I told you what I want to do, Rob. If I was president, I would train my dog to hump the secret survey agent's legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they would have yeah. to sit there and let him finish. Otherwise, I'd fire him. I'd say, hey, when they start getting a little pissy, I'm going to let him finish. If you don't, you're fired. And, and while we're at it, yeah, let's raise that fucking tail up and whip that dog's ass, too. <laughs> I was getting ready to get... Okay, Rob, you got the next one. The dog no, commander. Both dogs. Both dogs, because he's had two dogs. Oh, that's right. The, the one, I forgot the name of the one in uh, in Delaware already. And then the dog Commander. Sarge and Commander. Sarge and Commander. Commander is the one that just got kicked out. Yes, he's the one that got kicked out. Yeah, and then there was another, was it Sarge? So, Biden, train your dogs to hump the Secret Service people's legs. Don't don't have them don't have them yeah, it'll be funny, man. You can like record it and like show people. Go hey hey come here. You want to watch Commander dry hump the fucking Secret Service guy over there? Yeah, here I got it on video. There's nothing you can do about because I'm the president. I told me says anything at all. He's fired, so he's got to sit over there and act like he loves it. (laughs) Hey, can can I say one thing? Yes. If he takes. That advice, he might be able to solve world peace. You know what? I agree. All the shit this country's going through that we're trying to keep everybody's minds off of. He takes that advice, lets your dog hunt people, he might be able to solve world peace. You know what? And, And Rob, hang on a second. I want to go to a serious point here. What you said... We, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and humor is everybody's medicine that's why I we, that that's why we're here yeah yeah 
We hope we bring you a little humor. We hope we bring you a little fun, a little delight in your life. Um, hopefully you can turn us on and just get a little grin and go, yeah, you know what, I, I like this. That's what we're here for. We're not here to tell you about the Israeli war. We're not here to tell you about what no. Tr Justin Trudeau just did. We're not here no. to tell you, you about want, what... You want, to read that, you want to hear that stuff, listen to everybody else. Yes. We are not going to do that. We are simply dick jokes and fart jokes and stupid humor. That's all we ever wanted to be, and that's all we ever will be, most likely. So... We want to tell you stuff about music. Yes. So, we just want to be your entertainment podcast... We want to be your uh, your background noise that makes you chuckle, you know. So, anyhow, thank you for bringing that up, Rob, because I think that's very important. For those that don't know, and that, that was a good opportunity to bring that up, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, well, thank you. You actually originally brought it up, and I appreciate that. So. Yeah, yeah, well, we're just talking, man. We're just talking. All right. So, next on the list is Georgia Highway Patrol for accidentally giving out a $1.4 million ticket. I, I almost reported on that last week. <laughs> I almost reported on it, too, and then I decided, no, well, I, no, no, well, no, they I've need mass paddling. But I've read the full story. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, but imagine that guy when he first got the ticket, oh though. Oh, my God, dude. I know. That's what I'm going by right there. That's why Georgia Highway Patrol gets an ass battling. You imagine opening okay, up that well, letter and going, you what the... Up, you explained to everybody what happened. Okay. Georgia Highway Patrol um, accidentally gave a man a $1.4 million ticket. But it wasn't never, never really was a ticket. It was like it a... It was a speeding ticket. Yeah, but it was... It wasn't even a typo. It was like how... Um, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Okay. My understanding is, is they have prototype tickets, and one of them is like $1.4 They accidentally handed out a prototype ticket. This is what the ticket's supposed to look like, and they had to put an amount in there, right? So people would know how to write them out? Okay, well, you've read the story since me, because I heard a little something different. Oh, okay. What did you hear? Uh, I just heard it was like, it was just something they sent in the mail. Okay, it was uh, uh, it, it was something they sent in the mail. There and, but but the, the reason it had a but, one point, go ahead, I'm sorry. But when I had the story, it was like two weeks ago, dude. Okay, the story I read that, I, that I'm reporting on was just two days ago. And it said, basically what it said was, you know how, like, um, like whenever someone's trying to teach you to fill out a form, they have like a form that you look yeah. at. So it's like, okay, here's where someone's name goes. This is where the address goes, all that, right? This ticket yeah. is a prototype ticket to teach other officers how to write out tickets correctly so they stand up in court. The prototype ticket at the office that they operate on says $1.4 in it just as a joke, you know, just for something filled in. They accidentally sent out a prototype ticket that said 1.4 million, and that's what the guy got in the mail, and was like, "What the fuck?" And so his heart stopped for a minute, and yeah. 
Does that? Okay, that sounds like the same story I was reading. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's so it's... It's just it, the way they worded it, that it was the way the court... There, there really was no price. Okay. It's just a, it was just pretty much a summons to show up in court, and that's the price that happened to got printed on it. Okay, well, what I read. What, okay, what I read was as a and prototype I'm not ticket. The story now. Okay, prototype ticket, and yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure this is true. Prototype ticket, they sent it in the mail accidentally. The guy saw 1.4 million, but then he started looking at it. He started noticing inconsistencies, like the officer name was like John Doe or something, and all this stuff. And then he started unraveling it, but he probably had 20 minutes there where he was sweating fucking bullets, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's why the Georgia Highway Patrol gets an ass paddling for scaring this guy to death by some booby-headed mistake. So. Yeah, Georgia Highway Patrol gets an ass paddling for me because I had this story last Saturday night. <laughs> I did. I okay. Know, I'm well, I'm, I was going to report I'm on this story. Right here. I got it wrote down. Okay. Well, I was going to report on the story last week too, but I decided yeah. to ass paddle them instead. So, okay, well, cool. They get it from. They get it from both sides. All right. Um. Okay. Next, all of Gen Z for Diet Coke love. They are crazy about Diet Coke. We are total agreement on this, too. Yes. If you're crazy about Diet Coke, I'm sorry. You're getting ass paddling. Um, yeah, there's really nothing more to say. You're getting ass paddling because uh, you, uh, if you love Diet Coke, you don't deserve taste buds, right? Right. Okay. Next, all man bun wearers, past, present, and future. Yes, I'm on the man bun thing again. And the reason is because I saw four man buns in a row. And, oh, I was pissed. I agree. Yep. If you have a man bun, what you're basically doing is you're saying, I am not an alpha male. I will never be an alpha male. I'll never be a threat to you or anybody who's masculine because I am, an, I am not. I am a beta. I am a sub. I like to suck my thumb in the corner. Uh, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much just a little girl. Because that's why I wear a man bun is to signify if it was prison rules that you could take me at any time because I wear a man bun, right, Rob? Oh yeah, my brother, my little brother, you tell you that he was a guard. Oh yeah, yeah. Mambo means no, come and get it. Your bitch. Yeah, come and get it is what they're saying with the man bun. Yeah. They're saying yes, I want jizz That's on my face. You walk off the bus, walking in. Yeah. Oh, they see the man bun. They're like, yeah, that guy right there, he loves jizz to the face. So, all right. So man bun wears past, present, and future. All right. The next one is a little okay, bit. Guys, I got something to say about that too. Oh yeah, go ahead. If you're going to be a man, and you want long hair, 
Put in a ponytail. Wear it loud and proud. That's what me and Topher have always said. Wear a fucking ponytail. Do not stick the shit on top of your head. Yeah. Yeah. Wear it loud and proud. Well, like I said, man, it's nothing that uh, Aquanet and Lighter will not solve. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> remember, when light, remember when we used to light? Remember when we used to light people's hair on fire? They'd be all aquanetted up and we'd throw matches at their hair until it got on fire. It, it was a at concert. Oh, God. I was in there flipping matches at one guy that had his hair. Well, so did I, but I mean. <laughs> finally, it sparked up and he's like screaming and fucking smacking his hair. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know where I got all this nerve from. I don't have it anymore. Jeez. I don't either. I, back then, I really didn't. Some of the good old days. You talk about really not giving a shit. Really not giving a shit is the best way to describe it, right? I hate it because old days. Uh, okay. All right. We we remember what we used to do. Yeah, and we sit around going, yeah, no one will ever do that again. Now they just ain't the same. They ain't the same, are they? Hell no. we did it. Jeb, I'm telling you what. No one, no one, no one, no one come near us, because, anyhow. Oh, I'll tell you, that, that night we picked, me, you, and John picked up that hitchhiker. I'd forgotten all about that. Miles. We're doing 55 miles hour down the highway, he had the door open, <laughs> raised up out. That was hilarious. Yep. Um, here pretty soon, I'm going to retell the story about this uh, yeah. restaurant um, uh, equipment place that I worked at for a while and I I kept fucking with okay. the two people Bernie and Bubbles Bubbles was a big yeah, biker I, that kind of looked like Santa Claus yeah. and Bernie was this big fat older lady that was just like that sounded like more masculine than Bubbles and they used to yeah, I remember that story yeah they used to I fuck with each story. other all the time and uh, anyhow I'm going to tell the story because I can't find it I was going to repurpose it and put it on the last podcast and I can't find it but man I, I used I did such a perfect imitation I did a perfect imitation of each one of their voices and I used to like say the worst shit to each one of them and they thought it was the other person and they'd always be in a fight I remember one time I told them live chickens got out of a fucking <laughs> out of a truck and a forklift smashed like five of them. They're like dead on the floor. <laughs> oh man! And then I was giving away toasters <laughs> to the fucking truck drivers. Yeah, yeah. You you did a ring toss deal, but I'll go into all of that probably next podcast. But um. Uh, yeah, anyhow, I was trying to find that story desperately, and anyhow, I think I'm just going to have to retell it, just kind of like the mad shitter, I don't know where it's at, so I retell it. Uh, I have uh, the big gun ball biter and babble snatch and some other stories, oh, the phone pranks, all that stuff, but I mean, that's one that I've been not been able to locate that I need to locate, but if I don't, I'll just retell it. So, back to the ass paddlings. All farm owners that are selling to out-of-country buyers, they get an ass paddling, a big one. Yes. I, I tell you what, 
it is scary when you look at all the people or all the people with huge farms that are selling to China or other places, fucking Russia even. I mean, I I think that that should be illegal. So, anyhow, a little serious yeah, note. I'm, I'm, uh, well, we are not allowed to go there, so I'm not going to go there. Well, all I'm, not, all I'm stating is... my political position on this show. Okay. To me, it's neither liberal or conservative. I think it's a common sense deal that I think most people exactly, can agree exactly. with. So that's yeah. why that's why I went with it. So we'll move right along from that. I understand that. I just it. I'm not going there. Okay. No, that's fine. Because and, I have my thoughts. A lot of people have the same thoughts. Other people don't. Okay. All right. All credit cards with a ridiculous 4% fees on top of double-digit interest. These fuckers get double-digit interest, 23%, 28%, and then they charge you a 4% fee for fucking using it. They are Amen. robbing. They are fleecing people. Amen. Yeah. So fuck them. Anyhow. I would, all these credit card companies that go straight to hell as far as I'm concerned flush them in a fucking toilet um, the next one and the final one Coca-Cola CEO James Quinney for bragging about preparing for a low calorie future ahead of time um, because he's talking about Ozempic and, and all that and how Ozempic users don't you know it's kind of a diabetes weight loss jump? drug. Is, is he on that jump too? Okay, no, 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 no. What he's I, saying I is, about it. he said that like everyone's on a diet with Ozempic right now, and that yeah, they came yeah. out with the perfect formula for diet drinks ahead of the curve. He's talking oh, about Coke geez. Zero and Diet Coke. And I say, he gets an ass paddling, again, Diet Coke. One of the worst things ever made to man. And he's bragging on it. Yeah, he gets an ass paddling. And he might go in the Hall of Fame. I haven't made up my mind yet. You and I will talk off air about whether putting him in the Hall of Fame for that. He probably does deserve it. Very well. Very okay. Well. Yeah, let's discuss that. Let's, um, let's come right back, Rob. And I think you had a story you want to get to, maybe? Yeah, I got a murdered songwriter, but it's a different one for you. Okay, we'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Hang. May your mother call you during every orgasm. <laughs> Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Next up, things overheard in hell. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are doing all televised and radio games of the NFL this year. Two douchebags and a microphone, the number one show for people that lie about their favorite podcast. If a 10-pound bag of shit could talk, this is what it would sound like. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. 
Rob, we look at you in anticipation. Our greedy little ears want to hear your words. Okay, well, I'm going to do something we ain't done before, Mark. Oh, shit. At least you and me. But fuck. I'm going to talk about country <laughs> songs. Oh, 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 okay. Die rock and roll country. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, like that's cool. Country. I like country. I mean, especially old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Western. Especially these ones I'm about to bring up. You'll know. Okay. But, no, this, this uh, like, like we've, I've been talking about, I'm kind of liking this AmericanSongwriter.com. Dude, it's my favorite segment you do now. And it took the place of Old West Hygiene. I like it better than that, and I love Old West Hygiene. No, no, I, I still have a few more, but the work, I mean, stuff everybody knows. But I, I don't know, I might have a couple more coming, we'll see. Okay, all right. But no, there's something we do not talk about on it so far. Okay. Country songs. Rob Rad, the floor is yours, I want to hear this. According to AmericanSongwriter.com, the four best country songs with spoken interludes. <laughs> I I love that concept. You know what I'm saying is? Yes, yeah. That, you know, talking to it? Yes. Okay, well, number one, for example. Okay. Which everybody knows is going to be on it. The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Uh, yeah, yeah, yep. Classic. Everybody knows that one's going to Classic, down. classic. Second one, boy named Sue. <laughs> Another classic. Cool. Uh, number three, Convoy by C.W. McCall. Oh, These are brilliant, dude. Yeah. Well, that's what they came up. I, I could still listen to Con. Well, I could listen to any one of them, actually. Any one of those. No, I love Convoy because they talk about the duck. Yep. The main dude is Rubber Duck. My nickname is Duck. So. That's when uh, the whole trucking part. thing was so glamorous to kids. Everybody wanted to be a truck driver, getting their fucking Mac or their yeah, big yeah. Good Peter well, Bill. It was a thing back then. We had, we didn't have technology like we had. No, no, no. Everyone was like trying to get in their Peter Build or something, and yep. Yeah, and we all, we all played on C, our dad's CBs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I used to piss people off with a with a two way radio that uh, um, that would pick up CBs and interfere with them, and. And yeah, me and Davey used to fuck with the truckers so bad. Yeah, oh, dude, I did, I did too. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, okay. Anyhow. Now, number four, final on this list. One of my all-time favorite songs. Okay. The Ride by David Allen Coe. Ooh. Perfect. Okay, anyone that doesn't know that, listen to it. Go to YouTube. Talking in Luke. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. Go do it. I challenge you to go do it after the podcast. You know, I've got a story that you're reminding me of. Are you done with this? 
Yeah, yeah, that, that was four. Yeah, okay. that's all I had. Don't ever, ever tell you about the time me and Davey went down to Truman Lake in his uh, stepdad's uh, truck, which had a CB? Okay, I tried calling him a while ago when he didn't answer. Yeah, I know. I'm going to figure out three-way calling here soon. I'm going to have a well, little time I'm off. I'm going to call him on Messenger because I don't have his phone number. So. Okay. I'm going to try to get a hold of him and see if he'll take a three-way call from us. That would be so cool. So, Dude, I'd love to talk I to Miss Davy, man. Let me tell you. As entertaining as we are or as entertaining as I think I am or whatever... Oh, Davey dude, trumps everything. That guy, I'm not kidding. He, he, probably has, out of the water. he probably has 300 voices that he can just do in a split second, just out of his head. And he's so Honestly, good at it. He I, probably remembers a lot more stories than we do. Depends. I've talked to him about it. I remember certain stories, <laughs> and he remembers certain stories. It's just the way it is. I mean, I guess it depends on <laughs> what we were doing that day and where we were at. I don't know. So I told him about a story the other day, and he's like, ah, I don't remember that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that happened. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's He told me like about you, one, huh? and, and I'm like, are you sure? He goes, yeah, you're the one that was there. And I'm like, oh, okay. So. Yeah, that's kind of like me and you, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you really need yeah. a couple other people that were there. <laughs> because they're the ones that kept note with all our evilness. They're the ones that like going, oh, right, shit. Yeah, probably like four or five, but... Yeah, so... Okay, so me and Davey <laughs> were in uh, Rogers, his stepdad's uh, um, truck, his uh, big Ford truck. And um, we we're coming back. We went to Truman Lake. We're coming back. And also we hear someone get on a CB. And he turns it on just for the hell of it. And someone's on there talking about, I don't know, 7 Highway being a mess or some shit. We're on 7 Highway. So, Davey just starts going off highway. on him. Davey starts going, Very well. hey, hey, you fucking cow fucker. You fucking piece of shit. I'm going to come over there and I'm going to smack you in the face with my dick, boy. And there ain't a damn thing you're going to do about it except eat it. And all this shit just going off on him. And this guy's <laughs> getting fucking mad. He's like, oh, yeah? Oh, oh yeah, motherfucker? I'll, I'll come get you. David said, you can't get me, you fucking redneck. I'll, I'll fucking, I'll slap a stupid at you. I mean, just fucking railing up one side down another. <laughs> and started making fun of his mom, started making fun of his sister, all that shit. And the guy's fucking getting enraged. I can imagine, Davey. I can imagine, Davey. And then all of a sudden, yeah. someone goes, I got a, I got a handle on him. I got him. They're right in front of us in a blue truck. We look back, and there's this fucking big Peterbilt behind us. And we're like, oh, fuck. And he's like coming up on our bumper and shit, and Davey's like, I'm going to go faster. No, it ain't us. It ain't us. (laughs) No, he knew it was. They have a way to tell. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe how strong the signal is, I don't know. Oh, he probably saw the antenna for one. He saw the CB antenna. He saw a couple of long hairs in there fucking laughing. He's like, there they are. And we did the rest. We're like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> so, anyhow, we finally lost him on a hill on 7 Highway. When you get near Garden City, they have a couple of hills that go up. We went yeah, up those yeah, hills, and yeah. he slowed down. And, anyhow, we just got the fuck out of there. We got on Interstate, or, well, it wasn't 49 at the time. It was still 71 Highway. We got on that hey, hill on 2 hit Highway. Just hit a gravel road off there. 
And I think what he did was he went on the gravel road back behind there that goes to Harrisonville from Garden City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So I, yeah, I said I said seventy one highway, but actually I think you're right. I think I remember that. I think I remember when we uh, fucking shook him on the hill. He went up the Garden City exit, went down one of the side roads, which the truck couldn't get on. So yeah. So anyhow, yeah, it was it was pretty freaky because we had no idea they could tell who we were. Well, the highway was a little different back then. Yes. Yeah, they had you had the two hills that went up right in Garden City. Everybody's building these days. You got different ramps. Well, Seven Highway's pretty flat through there now, and it's all four lane highways. Yeah, it it pretty much always has been. Well, you had that couple of hills near Garden City. I don't think they're there yeah. anymore. They flattened them out. But those hills are what exactly saved us. exactly what hills you're talking about. Yeah, they saved us because on that hill, that allowed that truck, who was fully loaded, I believe, to slow down and us to speed up. So, a- anyhow, we thought we were going to get ran over by a Peterbilt that day. <laughs> Did that stop us? Hell no. I think we mouthed off more to truckers after that. Once we learn we can pistol. Always. Always. Yep. I did. Yep. I think, uh, yeah, I think when you're a bored kid, bored teenager, that's what you do. I sat out in front of my mom and dad's house on my dad's CB and piled off the truckers. <laughs> did they ever figure out who you were, though, like us? Uh, no, no. No, I was sitting out in front of the house, dude. I wasn't moving. I remember I was fucking with this trucker one time. And I kept going, Razorback, Razorback, pick up, Razorback, pick up, Razorback. Because I heard some guy called Razorback. He was going to Arkansas. And that was his handle. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to steal his handle. So that night I get on there. And I like. I think I was going Razorback. This is Razorback. Someone pick up emergency. This is Razorback. And the guy picks up. Hey, what do you want? And I said, Hey, uh, are you the one that keeps calling me? No. Oh, it must have been your mom. And, oh man. I mean. And then it's off from there. Just like you know, fuck you. You you got a little dick. Yep. Yep. And and just you know, pissing people off. Just like mouthing off at them. And I just kept fucking gouging him with all these insults. And um, anyhow, other truckers are getting on. We're going to come get you. Oh, yeah, and all this shit. So anyhow, and uh, that was the one that we done stationary from his garage. The one in the garage, you could only pick him up so far out. You couldn't pick up 71. That was too far away. But you could pick him up over there on Holmes Road, and they'd have no idea where you were. So anyhow. Well, see, I, li- I lived in Belton. I was right off 71. Oh, okay. Then you could talk to anybody on I was, I, I was known as the Whistling Bandit. Really? No, what I would do is I would go out. I was like 12, 13 years old. I'd go out to my dad's truck. Uh-huh. The truck. And just start whistling on the mic. <laughs> and, and all the truckers started talking about the Whistling Bandit. And you were the Whistling Bandit. That, that, yeah, I mean, that, that's what, I, I just make a whistle. You see, I mean, I wish I, I would have whistled, and that's all I would say. No, I just whistle. Okay. And 
bullshitting pretty much <laughs> um, I did ask Padlands um, yeah are we uh, done with ask uh, yeah 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 because it parlayed oh, into uh, um, uh, fucking with people on 7 highway fucking with truckers on 7 highway oh dude 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 yeah that's that's a long history there We yeah let's stop there yeah alright um you know Gen Z, they have some uh, top five work trends, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, Gen Z um, are starting off uh, new workplace trends on TikTok from uh, bare minimum Mondays to lazy grill jobs. They yeah. become disenchanted with work life as companies lay off staff and abandon uh, remote working, which a lot of them have re- re- abandoned remote working because they don't get as much productivity out of the person they want them in the office. So a lot of Gen Z workers are very discouraged because they got very comfy at home and they're not happy. Uh, huh. Instead, young workers are putting their well-being and happiness over being the perfect employee. And believe me, like I've said before and I've mentioned many times, my old job, the ones that I always make fun of and have a little ha-ha on their back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a perfect lesson, I think, right there that teaches anybody. You're expendable if it comes to their wallet. And everybody knows this. They value their monetary over you. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's business, I know. Is it shitty and dirty? Probably. Are you going to find your way to heaven with that? Probably not. But, Probably not. Yeah. So the deal is, is this right here. And, and you know, I, I barely mention, I hardly ever mention my old work anymore. And the reason is, is because I landed on my feet so well and I'm doing so much better that it's just obsolete. I don't need to say anything. You know, they're going to keep yeah. counting their money in the corner and I'm going to keep being happy. So, can, what can I say? Yes. Three little words. Yeah. Oh no! Excuse me. Four little words. Not if you bundle them. It ain't worth it. Oh, okay. No, you're right. It ain't yeah. worth it. No, I'm. I'm going on. I wasn't going to go off. I know you are. I know. I. I. I know exactly what you're saying, bro. Yeah. No. 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 I was mentioning it. Because this actually pertains to the article. Gen Z workers are shaking up the professional world with new ways of finding oh. success and happiness. I thought you were talking about your old jobs. Yeah. Job cuts became a regular in 2023 with huge firms laying off such as Meta, JP Morgan, Twitter, ex- uh, you know, etc. Dozens of companies revised their remote work policies. And they reversed them and made people start coming back into the office. Gen Z workers have witnessed the their elder get ate up with uh, 
going all out for a company that doesn't give one ounce of shit about you. And this goes back to what I said earlier. So Gen Zers are not are not work first. These five trends this year are this. One, lazy girl jobs. This has taken a minimal job that is flexible for schedules such as child care or other commitments. So you know you're never going to get rich on this job. You know you're you know it's a subpar job, but it bends and flexes with you, so you take it. It's called a lazy girl job. So I get it. Number two, snail girl era. The snail girl era is the latest example of life over work priority. It refers to women who are slowing down and prioritizing self-care and happiness over endlessly chasing success. Yes. I mean, all of these, I agree with, do you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, really. Bare Minimum Mondays is number three. This is the art of taking on the least amount of work possible to minimize stress. This will help with the whole week. I love that. So they are um, pacing themselves for a week. So they do very little Mondays. That way they can handle more stress later on in the week. Um, sure. Okay. Sounds good to me. What about you? Yeah, sounds good. All right. Number four, managing up. This is an age-old hack that recently gained popularity with Gen Zs. Andy Malinsky, a professional of organizations' uh, behavior, previously told Insider that the strategy is about managing the relationship that you have with your boss to make the job suit your needs. And this is true. I've done this before. You become everything that that boss wants. And they will make sure that that is the job that you're going to be at for a long time by doing things to make them suit you. It does work. Tell me about it. Yeah, I know you know. You Like, if you quit, that yeah, place... I, I, that, just stop. Stop? Okay. Stop. Number five, bore out. The hashtag bored at work is more prevalent now than it has uh, an official title. It's hashtag bore out. This is an indicator of people that went for money instead of happiness and find themselves in a burnout situation. So that is the top five. And I mean, now, Gen, Gen Z has a weird way of doing things and a weird way, weird way of expressing themselves, but I honestly, honestly, really see where they're coming from on a lot of different avenues. So, I mean, I kind of respect a lot of their thought, especially on working and how you handle yourself towards it. So, anyhow, okay, let's... Okay, let's, well, here, I'll go Gen Z story for you. Okay, go ahead. Since you're proud of All righty. And then, okay. I got this one like, yeah, it was a while ago. It's the one I've been storing. Okay. But then I ran across it again. Uh, 
P.J. Yancey went viral with a video showing off a plot of land he bought in Joshua Tree, California. Okay. It costed $200, and with materials to build on it, the project totaled under $1,000. Uh-huh. The 21-year-old from Los Angeles went viral on TikTok, showing how he bought a small. Rob, hang on, hang on. You're not sounding very good on the. uh, um, My voice is giving out. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, my voice is crackling. Oh shit. Okay, well, it's sounding really muffled. I don't think it's going to come out that good. Let's drop back and give it up. Yeah, my voice is starting to get I, Okay, I so you want to call it a podcast? Yeah. Okay. All right, everybody, thank and you I'll for listening. This one tomorrow night. All right, I might just come back with a solo deal and tell my uh, my um, uh, restaurant. No, I'm going to do that with you. Anyhow, I'll, I'll throw something on the end of this to make it uh, a normal-sized podcast. So we'll have some sort of blast yeah, right. from the Yeah, past. we ain't far off of it. Okay, all right. Thank you guys for listening. Have a good night. Although you'll hear more. Good night. Oh, Lord. That man just sawed a puppy in half. Hey there. Don't worry. I have a clown nose. Oh, no. That drunk guy just hit my child. It's okay. I have a clown nose. Clown nose. Just put one on and you can do anything. Want to run for office? Murder people in public? Just grab a clown nose and bam, everyone laughs. Clown noses are sold at keg stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen. I smell bacon. No, wait. It's just Mark sweating. Coming up. Blast from the past. This is where we take old shows and incorporate them into new shows. Because you fucks refuse to go get it. Well, um, you know, I got, a, I got a neat little story here about a little prank that me and Davey, my friend that I refer to often, oh, yes. played. You know, the old Bannister Mall, remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, boy, that was a, that was an area for a lot of fucking fun. <laughs> we used to get away with murder at that place. We had done the stupidest shit. Well, there, there was a security guard, a little, little short little fucker, little kind of little dumpy little guy named Sam. Mm-hmm. And he hated us long hairs. We were in there getting all the chicks, and he didn't fucking like it. So yeah. Sam used to always try to get me kicked out. And Davey, too, but more me. He really hated me for some reason. <laughs> so he used always screw with me. And he got me kicked out for about two weeks. Then we went to court, and, and then the judge said, you can't kick him out. It's a public mall, you know, so. Yeah. So uh, anyhow, you know, one of the biggest ways to sell a hoax is to... Uh, we found this out was to have a setup guy that no one knew mm. just a guy to confirm what you're saying you go, oh yeah 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 I did see that monkey over there yeah, yeah last I saw him he was on top of that building and he was throwing shit at somebody the random witness you see disappears witness, yes yes yeah. oh, so um, uh, this guy uh, okay this is um, Bandister Mall early 1980s me and my good buddy Davey were hanging out and uh 
you know, we're crazy long hairs that, you know, the average teen would follow, you know, because mm -hmm. we're long hairs and, you know, we're kind of like the Pied Piper of teens. Yeah. People would like used to look at us and go, well, there's the party. Let's just follow them around until they go to it. <laughs> yeah, I've, done, I've we, done that. Yeah, they, yeah they, <laughs> they used to do it all the time. We'd be like, where are you guys going? Cleveland, Ohio? No, Missouri. That guy looks like okay. he might have beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just start following us, and that's just the way it were. And then we'd all introduce, hey, hey, I'm, you know, I'm so and so, I'm so and so, you know, and we'd have a good time, Cleveland Lake or something. Yep. You know, slamming beers, doing stupid shit. So, <laughs> so Davey and I had certain buddies that would walk up and hear the bullshit that we're spewing, and then help seal the deal. You know, they mm -hmm. sell it completely. <laughs> you know, one guy that uh, walked around to help us was a punker named Jason. Jason was really cool because he looked like the type of guy that wouldn't like us. Mm -hmm. But we, we got to talking to him, and we you know, we saw eye to eye on everything except music. Yeah. Everything else, we were the same, you know. Cool. Fuck society, fuck the average guy, fuck this, <laughs> fuck that, you know. But when it came to music, you know, we're like fucking listening to Motley Crue and shit like that, and he was listening to, uh, um, um, I don't know, uh, the Ramones or, you know, or even deeper than that, you know, Dead Kennedys, The Germs. Television. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was a real punker. So he had, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had an orange mohawk. Sweet. Or uh, black spike leather. And uh, and Doc Martens. So, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you got the guy, right? You, mm -hmm. know, you know who I'm talking about. So... Uh, Great guy, though. I'd love to know what happened to him. So, Jason, if you happen to hear this abortion, please, uh, oh, I guess that, you know, that's a bad word now, isn't it? Oh. This atrocity. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> if you happen to hear this horrible atrocity, then, you know, hey, uh, send us an email. Yeah. Well, I forgot what the valid email is. So. <laughs> <laughs> we put so many bullshit ones yeah, out there. We can't remember our real one. No. There is a valid one, and I can't remember what the hell it is. So. So, we also uh, have an actual real phone number. <laughs> hell if I know that one either. <laughs> yeah, so I can't even remember the real one. There you go. So, uh, Show prep. Yeah. <laughs> Here I was talking about show prep and making a big deal out of it, and I can't even remember our email. So, anyhow, meanwhile, there's this uh, one security guard named Sam that I kind of alluded to or actually went into a little bit. Mm -hmm. Sam was a jealous little pussy bitch. <laughs> he constantly tried to get me kicked out and barred from all, and like I said earlier, he did for a while, for a couple of weeks, and we went to court. Mm -hmm. I got back in, which really fumed his ass, burned his ass. Because every time I seen him, I was like overzealous about him. Hi, Sam, how are you? Hey, hey, you little, come over for dinner tonight, little guy? <laughs> a little tiny bit of authority he had, and it's gone. You look cute today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I beeped his nose one time. He oh, about oh, went oh. unglued. <laughs> so, you know, me and Davey used to play mean tricks on Sam constantly. You Sounds know, like he deserved it. Oh, yeah, oh he did, you know. <laughs> so uh, we quickly went to Jason to be the uh, casual guy walking mm -hmm. by to sell it. So Jason's over in the corner where the movie theaters upstairs used to be. Because then they went downstairs for a while and then they disappeared. Oh, yeah. But they're used yeah. To, yeah, they used to be upstairs, mid-upstairs. Mm -hmm. So I think right across from food court, maybe. I remember correctly. Well, now in my mind, I'm getting a bit confused with Ward Parkway because their movie theater shifted around a bit too. Okay, well, anyhow, this is when they were upstairs because I remember that part well because people were coming in to go to movies and we're 
screwing with him. So yeah. So Davey and I set this one up perfectly. You know, we had a buddy that uh, he won a uh, backstage pass to uh, um, to uh, uh, Great White. Oh, remember yeah. them? Mm -hmm. It's a video shoot, okay? He, as an extra. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> and he was in it. It, it. I don't know if it's once bit or something else, but he was in it. And so, and and on the back was stamped used. Yeah. But on the front, it had an MTV logo. It didn't have a specific band. It just had, it didn't say Great White. It just said yeah. Extra for MTV Video Shoot. And I remember really well, it was green with an orange MTV on it with her famous logo. Yeah. It was really cool looking, and it was like made with some sort of a, uh, um, some sort of, of a really thick paper, and it was uh, engraved, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was raised. It felt great. It felt like the seal of Embossed something. Embossed paper. Embossed. Raised yeah. printing. Raised printing, whatever. Yeah. Makes it a lot harder to counterfeit. Yeah, so Plus, they, it makes it look cool. <laughs> so our friend agreed to let us borrow this for a little while. We got back to him, like we said, and all yeah. that. We didn't, you know, we didn't tear it up or steal it or nothing. So <laughs> Davey started waving the card in the air and making fun of me because he got this and I didn't. You know, he's like, hey, hey you know, I'm going to be on this, uh, I'm going to be on this um, whatever, you video. know. Yeah. So, uh, so he's way around going, hey, I'm going to be on the video and you're not because you're too stupid and you couldn't win and, you're, and all this stuff, right? <laughs> so this magical card was supposed to be a freebie to be an extra on the set of MTV. Mm -hmm. This is what we set it up to be, right? A list of hundreds of bands. The secret MTV guy walking around, was, he was walking around the mall and this was going to be Sam eventually. Mm -hmm. So the secret MTV guy that has these free magical passes with Sam, only he didn't know it. <laughs> so, Davey's like, duh, duh, duh. and I'm like, fucking asshole, you know, all this stuff. So, automatically, see people getting ready to walk in, right? Yeah. Getting ready to go to movies, they're like, <laughs> yeah, just like magnetic, Dunk. they're just staring at us. And Davey's like, duh, 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 and all this stuff. I'm like, man, it sucks, man. You get to go and I don't. So, Davey is waving this around, making fun of me, and Jason will walk by. Mm -hmm. They go, yeah, I fucking won one too, but I threw it at them because there's no punk bands on it. Fuck that. I don't want to go. So all of a sudden, wow. all these kids are fucking coming over there. What was what, what this? So. <laughs> That's so clever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> we set it up perfect. So the reason, uh, the reason that uh, we picked Sam to do this we to do this on that day was because we had the card for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. He was wearing plain clothes. And I guess he thought he was going to catch shoplifters or something, not wearing his little fucking bitch outfit that he normally wore. It, you know. So, Jason, instead of us, goes, yeah, that fucking little douche right there is the one. That's the secret MTV guy. We didn't even say it. He did it. It sold it even more. Yeah. Because all these teens were like, <gasps> you know, fucking their heads spun around and they're staring <laughs> at him. And so, Jason said, wow. yeah. He, he goes, um, yeah, I bit him on the ear to get one. So, so the story was, was this, the more, better. the more outrageous you were, the more likely you were to get a free pass oh, on TV. Perfect. Yeah. So automatically he had like fucking 50 teens jumping in front of him, fucking biting his ear, kicking him in the ass. One guy was clucking like a chicken in his face. Another guy's like, look, 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 I'm a bird. Some guy fucking oh jumped God. off of one side. Another guy ripped off one of the trees and hit him with a switch. And Sam was just fucking freaking out, man. 
like, what the fuck? And we're like, we want to pass. We want to pass. We're like, what pass? <laughs> this probably went on for fucking 25 minutes. He was <laughs> losing his mind. Yes, he was. He's he like, didn't what know what did I wake he, up on? He get 10 teens away from him, right? And then you have 10 more teens attacking. So, like, we leave. We let this go on and let it go downhill. And those teens told another one, get the pass from that fucker. He didn't give us anything. So this just kept rolling on and rolling on and rolling on. So we come back a couple hours later. We went to, oh, no, oh I know gosh. what we did. We went to Andy's Santa Fe and had a burrito. Mm, I remember the Andy's. And we weren't even old enough to drink, but we still did because they never carted there. Yeah, we both right. had margaritas. We were fucking laughing, had our feet on the table and shit. <laughs> Davey had fucking flip-flops on, so they eventually got mad and kicked us out yeah. because you could see his toenails hanging out. And mm. People didn't like that. Yeah. So... So, anyhow, we get back in, and all of a sudden we see Sam coming by, all disheveled. By this time, everything was gone. It was all said and done. I go, hey, Sam, I go, you want to know where all that came from? Us. Davey pulled out the card. He said, see this? I go, yeah, you just been had, bitch. Oh, he was fucking furious. He turned right back. You motherfucker, I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to get you guys kicked out for good. I go, what for? I didn't do anything against them all. Yeah. We didn't get kicked out. <laughs> that was one of the best fucking pranks we ever played. Brilliant. And I just thought about it the other day. I'm like, my God. <laughs> there are some it's other brilliant. ones. There are some other ones I got to remember that we did to them too. Mm -hmm. So, and then uh, I, I got another one. You listened to the solo cast, right? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell the story about the nutbiter. Oh yes. Oh gosh. Big. big They go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. 